Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Emily from the Cue the Film podcast, and you're listening to Nobody's Listening with star of the show John, Trevor, and some other guy. What is it, Rob? David? Oh yeah, yeah, it's David. You're listening to Nobody's Listening with John, Trevor, and David. Or is it Frank? This episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by DryYourPicture.com, where you can do just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. See what James has done for others and see what he can do for you. I got a bad feeling about this. No, nobody's listening. No, nobody's listening. No, nobody's listening. You're listening to Nobody's Listening, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Hey there, how you doing, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening Podcast. Like the lady said, telling funny life stories and daring you, challenging you. Hating you if you don't do the same. This is episode 110. I, I struggled over how I was going to say that. Was I going to say 110? But I think it, I think it came out okay. Brought to you the week of June 16th. I'm your host. My name is James. Um, and uh, I'm from the Midwest. I always tell where all the other guys are from. Let me introduce you to who else is here. Let me bring them in here. Hey, uh, let me introduce you to my buddy Trevor from America's Hat. How you doing, Trev? I'm doing good tonight, James. How you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm doing very fine. I um, I took a nap right before the show, so it was a good thing. Thanks. It's the reason we're doing a show right now, and the reason why I got over that hateful email you sent me this week. <laughs> <laughs> hateful email? Yeah. Oh, I don't even remember sending you any so, hate mail. Let me um, check. I'm I'm lying. Today's the lying show. Um, and uh, from from the dirty south, aka uh, deep in Canada's pants, <laughs> which is also dirty apparently. Uh, John Steinklaver, <laughs> welcome to the show, John. Welcome back. Thank thank you very much. Uh, I hate cats. Awesome. Well, I'm trying to get over that hateful I, twit that you sent it's me. It's the lying show. Did I send you a hateful twit? <laughs> yeah. With the hood crapper one. That was a long time ago. I know. I know. I was referring to the show, you know, when the guy... I find his... you both attractive. <laughs> it's the lying show. <laughs> it's the lying show. I just decided that kind of randomly. We always start with an opening story, so here it is. Hey, James, Trevor, and John. Here's a story written two ways. Once as a regular person would write it, and again in the style that most of the middle schoolers seem to use to show them the difference. I love this. Okay, here we go. <laughs> awesome. Hey, right. J- hey, James, Trevor, and John. I've got a funny story from my youth. 
My brother, my dad, and I were in the backyard when our neighbor came outside and started talking with my dad. As my dad walked up to the fence, he stepped in some dog poop, but he didn't seem to notice. Me and my brother tried to warn him, uh, but he angrily told us he was busy talking. So he just stood there, (laughs) and we stood there watching him him grind the poop deeper and deeper into his shoes, kind of stepping back and forth like people do, you know, swaying from foot to foot. Mm. Uh, We tried desperately not to laugh. Eventually, he noticed the smell, and me and my brother burst out laughing. We got in trouble for not telling him what he was standing in, but that day, my dad learned what happens when nobody's listening. (laughs) Uh, Yes, that's a lame punchline. Cue the sad trombone. Yes, we did. Thank you. Uh, Now the same story written in the style of a middle schooler. This is classic. Here we go. Hi, James and Carnegie, a guy. Anyways, me and my brother and my dad were outside once again in the backyard, and I was mowing the lawn, and my brother was cleaning up our toys. I was mostly 12, and my brother... (laughs) 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 I was mostly 12, and my brother is two years younger than me, so he was probably 10, hopefully. We had a lot of water guns, so there was a lot of water guns all over the grass that my brother had to clean up so if they didn't get broken by the lawnmower. I finished the front lawn and then did the side lawn, and then I was in the backyard changing bags because the lawnmower got full so much. (laughs) Probably. My dog did his business in the backyard, so I was really (laughs) mad about having to mow the backyard. (laughs) (laughs) I walked over to the compost pile and then I saw my neighbor and was outside and I said hi and my dad said hi and they both started talking my brother came over and we noticed that my dad was walking over to the fence and had some dog poop in the grass needless to say my dad was really mad lols (laughs) (laughs) you did the lols (laughs) in retrospect the middle schooler version is probably funnier Maybe they shouldn't be educated after all. Either way, great show, guys. Keep it up, David. Oh, David. Oh, I was, love middle school. That, right? <laughs> that was awesome. awesome. That was very good. Laws. <laughs> Nobody's listening. Yes, sir! All right. This episode is brought to you by GoToMeeting. If you're like me, you can't waste time driving or flying all over the place for meetings. That's why I was excited when I discovered GoToMeeting. Now I hold my meetings online, fool. What you got? It was per- it's, it's perfect for sales presentations, training sessions, and product demos. It's also really fun for remotely making fun of other people that you trick into coming to your online meeting. GoToMeeting brought to you by my friends at Citrix. I had them over for dinner last night, my friends. It's the easiest, most secure way to hold an online meeting. I had my first meeting up and running in seconds, and GoToMeeting was a godsend for me, sent straight from God. Plus, it's just $49 a month, and I can hold as many online meetings as I want. I'm not limited to just one or two like you are. Call today. Actually, don't call. You can go and try GoToMeeting free for 30 days, but you must visit GoToMeeting slash podcast. That's GoToMeeting.com slash podcast for a free 30-day trial. Do that. Help yourself and help out. Nobody's listening. Thank you so much. Uh, we're also sponsored by our, uh, you know, our favorite favorite people, Creo, who happens to be in the uh, chat room with us today. So thanks, Creo. Oh, I need to... We're going to be hearing him, hearing from him in a minute. He called into the show for the second time ever. 
Um, and then Dean Piercy, thank you for your continued support and uh, officially becoming an eternal sponsor. Keith Techlitz, um, still still a freshman eternal sponsor, but uh, he's working on it. He he's, yeah, but still and, and still the coolest last name ever. Yeah, the the technical <laughs> yeah. Chicklets guy, absolutely. Uh, so thank you so much. Thank you so much for bringing a little Christmas cheer, John. I don't know what that was, but I appreciate it. Was it. techno. Because oh. every time I think of techlets, I think of techno. You know oh. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys put the no in techno, that's for sure. <laughs> Weekly. You shut your mouth. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> update. All right, weekly update time. Um, I had a dream this week. Uh, but before I get to my dream, my my real thing of the day is I got a uh, a Palm Pre. I I was gonna get an iPhone, but I got a Palm Pre instead. It, and it it ultimately came down to the fact that the monthly rates for a shared plan with my wife were cheaper with Sprint than with AT and T. But I gotta say I love the Pre. It's cute. It's awesome, and it has a real live keyboard. But back to my dream. I had a dream that I had an extra dunder. Dunder is the name that I call my son. He's a year and a half. And I dreamed that we were walking around the house just doing normal stuff, and all of a sudden there was this extra Dunder. And we had had him all along, but we'd forgotten about him. (laughs) And so I'm flooded with feelings of like, holy crap, now we have three children. And one of them (laughs) is a twin of the baddest son I've ever had in my life. So, and then I was also flooded with extreme guilt because apparently this baby had been forced to be raised by itself in the deep caverns of our suburban home. So it was scary. Mm. It was scary on many levels. So that's it. Um, uh, apparently I woke up and um, there is no extra dunder and I, I kind of miss him. Extra dunder, if oh, you're out there somewhere, I love you, buddy. And you're just as much my son as my real dunder. Okay. <laughs> Who else has got a weekly Thanks, update? Dad. <laughs> Trevor's got one. Do you want me to say mine while Trevor's getting warmed up, or uh, yeah? You know, Why don't on. you go ahead and start, and then when he gets started, yeah. <laughs> halfway into yours, he'll he'll get going, and you can just pause. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because you're making fun of me. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> I'm not allowed to. I'm not allowed to make fun of you. Sorry, Trevor. But you, you can go first. No, no, no I'll start talking, and then you just keep going. And yeah, I like that idea. It works. It works. <laughs> <laughs> okay seriously yeah sure go all right okay on your on your mark here we go uh, uh see now i'm not used to this okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm used to being okay. the last guy okay yeah now james now every time he starts to say something interrupt him see how long it takes him to get through his weekly updates come okay. on do it so i was do at it. work um this was just the other day and i work at this place where uh sometimes they have uh like training classes and this training class was in there for two weeks, right? And they were the very noisy people. I don't want to be mean about it, but they're just really noisy. Mm. They get out in the hall and blah, 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 and all this stuff. Using our break room for like meeting breakout sessions. He sounds anyway, like your sorry. preacher dude. He sounds like the preacher dude. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey, hey. No, not you. That, was, that, that was my best sermon. <laughs> no, from his uh, story. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't, yeah, that was a long time ago, you know. Anyways, um, oh, okay. So, so their last day of their class, they decided to have a little party, okay? And um, they brought in a cake and they brought some punch and they they went to the guy that kind of coordinates the room. I mean, 
I, I sit in the, the area where all the IT guys are, so we've been helping them like the whole week. And as the facility manager, I kind of let them be there. Mm. At least I'd like to tell myself that. Um, but anyways, they had this little party, and um, they came to the guy that coordinated this, the meeting for him. And they said, um, can we get like a table in here? Um, because we, we don't want to leave the cake in the break room because we're afraid that your people are going to eat it all. Because <laughs> yeah. and, and, you're and all overweight say, geeks that sit behind a computer all day. Yeah. yeah, and so that's what I, I was going to like, what do you mean your people? Your people just happen to be the ones that let you sit in this room and be noisy and not kick you out. And uh, I guess it's a little bit of a rant, maybe a little bit of a weekly frustrate. No, no. It, it sounds like something somebody would say about a, a, a race that they're not crazy about, you know? Well, I <laughs> your, your people amazing. might eat my cake. You're culturally known for cake eating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, IT guys happen to, you know, be scavengers a bit. There's nothing fat. We clean up the break room. You know, when there's a pizza left over, we fix it and make sure it's not going to waste. <laughs> going to my waste, but uh, anyways. But so that was just, that was my weekly update. That's, oh, man. Sorry. Dang. We need to get you outside those four walls once in a while. Not that that was bad. It's just, you know, it's kind of typical. Yeah, you're right. It's lying day. That was awesome. I mean, it sucked. I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what to believe anymore. Brilliant and smart and intelligent. Oh, man. And you are a dream come true for nobody's listening. Um, (laughs) I I don't appreciate that. Wait, I. (laughs) Well, I'm looking forward to Trevor's weekly update. (laughs) Oh, my brain broke. Uh, Not much good happened to me. (laughs) Although I came to the sad realization that the, that I I think I may like the whole iCarly thing just a little bit too much. Yeah. Um, I could have told you that week one, dude. Tonight, um, we were getting, getting my, getting my daughters down. My wife put, uh, put our youngest down and I was just kind of sitting on the, on the couch uh, with my oldest while she was watching iCarly and she was having her snack and Sonny says, okay, you know, as soon as, you know, the, you know, the t- in five minutes you have to go get your teeth brushed and you have to go, you know, and get to bed and stuff. Cause she was trying to, she was trying as a supportive spouse to get Brianna to bed as quickly as possible. So I'd be ready to do the show and, mm. you know, not have problems. So she went and she brushed her teeth on the commercial and she came, you know, came back and Sonia and Sonia was all like, okay, well, here you go. Let's go downstairs and pick out the stories and stuff like that. And I was all like, and I was standing in the, in the living room. It's like, um, I was going to let her finish watching iCarly before I put her down. She says, well, I'm trying to get you ready for your podcast. It's like, but, but I haven't seen this one yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which she just looked at that sad, sad, I can't believe I married you look on her face that I know so well. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're pretty much down with the sickness, Trevor. I'm sorry. Do <laughs> you know that she has a song on a rock band that's free and downloadable? Who does? Uh-oh. The iCarly Girl. Oh. I knew uh, that would make your life so much better. I gotta go. <laughs> Now, did he have to go to download or because he just peed himself a little? That's the question of the hour. <laughs> I think he peed himself a bit. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Actually, right. I, 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 I well, would. Well, well, 
<laughs> Xbox Live has been down all day, even though it's Rock Band release song day, and they've they released uh, three Evanescence songs, which is a really cool band, and I can't download them. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, because right. it's downer. Because anyway, that was that wasn't worth interrupting the the, the show for. Just continue. <laughs> all right, here it goes. Happened. One of the many tools of the devil. Oh no! All right, uh, it's time for the LBB of the week, and uh, I'll say it one more time. LBB of the week is uh, the living, breathing butthead that we all know, somebody that lives and breathes and exists and has their being just to be a jerkwad to everyone around them. Uh, Today we've got a couple of good ones from our listeners, so um, here it goes. James, Trevor, and John. I have an LBB that happened a few years ago. I happened to work at a pizza place with a guy named Nick. Nick was one of the drivers. One night he delivered a pizza to a guy who paid with his credit card. The man signed the slip and gave Nick a $5 bill for a tip. A week wow. later, the guy... I know, pretty cool, huh? I used yeah. to, I used to deliver subs. What? Yeah, what? I know. I know. It was a for sub substation? Yes, down in Kingsland. Sure enough, did. Yeah. Boo. Yeah, Adam worked there too, didn't he? Yeah. He worked... He kept following me around everywhere. You guys know Adam. A week later, the guy called us yelling about how we took an extra five bucks out of his account. The manager looked for it or for the guy's signed credit card slip and saw that the man had signed and put a $5 bill tip on the credit card. After the man explained that he had tipped in cash, our manager looked again and found the man had signed in black ink and then Nick, the driver, had later wrote a tip in in blue ink. Needless to say, he was fired on the spot. Hope this made you guys laugh and have a great show, Laurel. No, it didn't make us laugh. We're actually going to have a moment of silence because that is cruel. We're just mad. Nick Nick is bad. It makes me wonder how many times that's maybe happened to us, and we just didn't check. Mm. Well, well, maybe Nick was just, you know, a little happy with the pizza sauce, and, oh, dude, man, I I thought he meant, like, I wrote the $5 tip on there or something. No, I just, you know, he is an LBB because, first of all, to get a $5 tip is huge, and that wasn't good enough. You know, I that's just jerky. All right. right. Here's uh, one from Daniel. This is horrid. Horrid. Uh, James, Trevor, and John, I have an LBB for you. It makes me so mad. Yeah, it makes me mad, mm. too. I work at a retail store in a city in a state which will remain nameless because of stalkers. Anyway, sometimes we have to retrieve clothes from the dressing room. Those people who leave them aren't the LBBs. Sometimes people bring their children into the dressing rooms, and they aren't the LBBs. Sometimes there are people who bring their children in the dressing rooms, and when the children have to use the bathroom, some of the parents' solutions, they let their kids urinate on a pile of clothes they don't want to buy. Believe it. Or don't. It's the truth. Our store now keeps some gloves at every oh. register. Oh. It's happened that many times. Sincerely, Daniel, a.k.a. Concert Pianist. Pianist? <laughs> I'm angry now. I know. Isn't that just... Oh, I just want to strangle gonna, me some parents. Do how that. about you, Trevor? They do I that str- I want to strangle James, too. I mean, what, what, what happened? I'm I did sorry. not I'm, let my I'm, kids pee <laughs> on your dungarees. I'm sorry. That is. What do they do with them after that? I mean, I don't know. Do they sell them back to us? I think that's the oh, discount oh, aisle. That's worse. <laughs> yeah, that's that cheap rack in the back. That's the peak. That's the clearance aisle. <laughs> you know, he's in the chat room. Let's ask him. What do you do with them, concert pianist? Hurry. 
<laughs> Don't interact with them. Pretend they're not there. Yeah, Send it to headquarters. I hope you get. I hope you get DNA samples off of them. Yeah. And then track those people down, and then you go pee on their clothes. <laughs> yeah. Nasty. Oh man. Okay, uh, let's move on uh, to middle school drama. Who me? <laughs> Who me? All right, you got a little taste of middle school drama, but it was it was fake. We have got middle school drama like never before, and it's all bull. All of it is bull. People writing crap in just to be in middle school drama. And if I didn't if, if I didn't love it so much, I would hate it. Okay, so let me just let me give you an example, an ultimate example. Here we go. Hi, James, Trevor, and John. I'm in eighth grade in a small town of Iowa, Iowa. I, one time, when I was six, my friend and I thought it would be a good idea to make an explosive. I'm kind of a geek, so I decided to use sugar, salt, gas, and some gunpowder from a 22 <laughs> shell and mix it with a lot of grass and weeds and stuff to make a Gatorade bottle. Okay. I took a match and dropped in the bottle and quickly ran to the Mary, Mary, M-A-R-R-Y, the merry-go-round <laughs> to get married. I did this on my school's playground. And yeah, because that's they have all those chemicals and shotgun shells at your school. <laughs> and then my principal, P R I N C A E A B L E, so Prince Abel. It's like a new prince, like Prince Charming's brother Abel. Uh, I wonder if he killed him, like Cain and prince Abel. Cain and Abel. Yeah. <laughs> So then my principal runs out and starts yelling at me, and he says he will call my dad. And so he ran into the school, leaving the fire going. So I just sat, ran to the creek nearby, BYE, and he'd hid, hid I guess, H-E-D there, for four and a half hours. Liar. School ain't even four and a half hours after, after <laughs> recess. Turns out he didn't call my dad because he ran into school, and he fell down in the gym and broke his ankle. Bull crap. What? <laughs> And then he drove he drove himself to his hospital that he usually went to. And I love how detailed this story is. Like while while I'm hiding at the creek for four and a half hours, I'm getting constant Twitter updates from my Prince Abel. <laughs> at a regular speed, it would have taken an hour and a half, but he was only going five miles an hour, and the cops didn't like that, so they stopped him and took him to the hospital. Well, that was so nice of them to do that. Um, but we both left the fire going, and it burned down an old ball shed. It burned down an old ball shed and had gasoline for the buses. My dad never found out that he that I did it, even though he works at the school. Love the show, liar. That's why I called it the lying show. <laughs> it's just a liar it's show. It's just the lie all the way around. That would have made national news if a if a shed blew up that had gasoline in it. And uh, so yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't even want to read it because I didn't want to promote this kind of behavior on our show. But uh, I just I laughed when I read it. It, it kind of rolled my eyes a little bit. So, mm. Okay, this one claims to be from an old lady named Eleanor. But it reads a lot like a middle school <laughs> kid. And so I don't want to offend if there's really an Eleanor. But I think as I read this, you'll find that Eleanor is a creation of a middle schooler. So here we go. Hey, NLCast, last week I turned 62 and my grandchildren sent me to a ski resort. <laughs> they, they know I don't like to be treated like an old person, so they came with me. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Okay. You couldn't possibly go alone, Grandma, so let's come with you and help you so you don't feel old. Okay. (laughs) My husband wanted to stay home because of his heart condition, so my great-grandbaby came instead. Yeah. So I'm on the tallest hill, and my grandson wanted to show off so he could show that he was more fit than I, so he challenged me to a race down the hill. I didn't tell him I used to do this for a living. Because, <laughs> you know, you get a job. Back in the 40s and 50s, you could get a job just going down hills on skis. Uh, yeah, I didn't think, I didn't tell him I'd do it for a living, though. I thought he'd chicken out. So we started going, and about halfway down, I'm neck and neck with him. I'm going easy on you, Grandma. He teased me, but I know a few tricks. I saw a deer taking a dump, as you call it. (laughs) (laughs) I told him to move, but he thought I was playing a trick on him. I wasn't, though. The deer ran off, but my grandson fell on something, and his face went splat right in the deer poo. See, this is just total bull. He had it all over his face and in his teeth. Yeah, bull. (laughs) I stopped and went over to him, and the smell was starting to get me, though, and I vomited. Bull! (laughs) Yeah. He was was covered in deer poo and vomit as we came down. I brought him to his wife, and she gave him a look like he was holding back. She was holding back laughter. Sonny, you ain't better than me, and you won't be till I'm dead, I said to him. His wife couldn't hold back her laughter, and she fell over laughing, and she laughed and laughed and couldn't hold back her laughter, so she laughed and laughed. I hope this wasn't too gross, Eleanor. Eleanor wrote in a total of three stories today, but I'm going to save them for future podcasts because of the bullcrap level. I just can't read but so much at one time without changing our our clean rating. You can't have that much crizzle in your podcast and still call yourself clean. So, but why why did she vomit on him? I, I don't know. You yeah. know, it's it's a it's a it's a big field of snow. There's all kinds and, and of options. Deer poo doesn't really stink because it's it's all grass. You know, and, deers are not carnivores, so they're not going to. Well, like, and it's kind of dry, food. isn't it? I mean, it's not yeah. something that's going to well, stick a to your wet face. And sticky when it comes out. Ooh, yuck! It's like it's like pellets. Well, that's what I'm talking about. It's like deer, like rabbits. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's total bigger. It's total bull. The whole story. And well, maybe the little pellets were just kind of stuck on his face like big warts or something. Eh? Yeah, like jelly beans. Like, yeah. <laughs> like so many gummy worms. <laughs> yeah. Like after, like after you throw a bowl of cereal at somebody, yeah, little pellets sticking all over. <laughs> oh, man. I, after that, i got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to hit our featured story, which is going to be told by me. Okay? So Yay! don't turn off your iPod. Come back and listen to the story of the flaming Marshmallow. It'll be worth the entire, entire Eleanor story, I promise you. Peace. <laughs> this is Daniel, a.k.a. Concert Pianist from the forums, and you're listening to... Nobody, 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 nobody's listening. Hey everyone, my name is Michael Masick, and I am the host of a brand new podcast entitled The iPhone Spotlight. Some of y'all might remember me from my old podcast, The Weekly Murloc. Well, this show is completely different. Instead of talking about murlocs or gnomes, we will be discussing anything and everything iPhone and iPod Touch related. So please, come by today and check us out online at iPhoneSpotlight.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Twitter.com slash iPhoneSpotlight. Featured Story all right, it's time for the, uh, I don't know, it's time for the featured story. And I've been teasing this thing for three weeks, as Trevor said. So uh, let, me, let me tell you a little story. This is a, uh, this is a story about how 
I, I don't know about how I almost demolished all the features off of my face uh, mm. with, a, with a marshmallow, of all things. Mm. Yeah, we, we used to live in Yulee, Florida, and um, it's now what, a pretty what? hopping place. It's like the suburbs of, of uh, Fernadina now, but at the time, it was just a place that was stuck off the highway, dirt roads and rednecks and badly manicured front lawns with pine trees mm-hmm. and, and dirt roads and ditches and graders and all the kinds of things that southern kids are familiar with. But uh, this... And Nassau. Yeah, I was fresh. I was Yeah, Nassau County. I was freshly transported from Jacksonville, which is a city, a north side of Jacksonville, which is the ghetto part of Jacksonville, to this area because my mom had recently married my stepdad. And he had owned this three and a half acres in Yulee. We we moved out there, and because I was fresh, I didn't know anything about anything. We didn't even have a house to live in, though. That was the weirdest thing. Uh, and all this is important. We lived in two camper trailers, okay? Not trailers, camper trailers. The kind One of them was one that you would put in the back of an old Ford pickup. You know, that kind, mm. the topper. No. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. And and it was not on a truck. It was just it was freestanding because they had little cranks underneath them. And and yeah. and, and my uh, me and my sisters we lived in that one. Okay, and then across the way there was a one a, a pull behind trailer. And my parents uh, lived in that one. Okay, so this is how we lived. Wow. See? Yeah. This now, was pre David, pre Jonathan, pre you know it was just me and my two sisters. Is is one of these the trailers that that uh, that your sister your the no. older sister was those, electrocuted on? Those did not exist yet, not at okay. all. Okay, same this, land though. Oh yeah, so you know the the trailers were an improvement, okay, uh, on mm. this. But what we did is wow. because we didn't have you know we just had these places to sleep in. We had five people. We literally would eat and prepare food and wash dishes outside. I can't believe wow. I, I haven't remembered this forever. I can't believe we, that we did this. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, we so in, in, in all the meals and uh, okay, <laughs> we would prepare we would wash our dishes in a cast iron sink that was supported by concrete blocks and had a hose run into it. And that's how we would wash dishes afterwards, okay? So that's how white trash we were. <laughs> <laughs> wow, and I'm, I'm I can't believe I'm friends with you. <laughs> it's terrible, but uh, all of this uh, activity revolved around a nightly bonfire. Okay, that was the only cool part is we'd sit around and the fire would keep the bugs away and keep us warm and all this kind of stuff. And it was also just a, a, a major amount of fun to play with. Just the yeah, fire, of course. It was kind of hard to do, but if you sat across the fire from somebody, you know, the fire would actually hide your, your fire activities. But mm-hmm. w- one of the things we did consistently is we'd have a bag of marshmallows and, and, and some of those dual prong, you know, metal uh, cooker thingers. What do you call them? <coughs> yep. Yeah. Dual prong uh, cooker thingers. Yeah, I like cooker yeah. thingers. They're expensive. Cooker thingers? They're very, very, <laughs> very cool. And uh, so I had a method to doing to to preparing my uh my roasted or my what do you call them why am i pulling a blank here my marshmallow my what do you call it when you do it over a campfire with the marshmallow roasting roasting thank you good lord it's not just for turkeys anymore (laughs) it's also for marshmallows uh so i had a technique and what i would do is i would put it in the fire and light it on fire okay 
And as it burned, I would blow it out, and that would produce a blackened, crispy outside. You would then yes. take your fingers very carefully and remove the skin, the burnt part, and eat it. Yep. You did, did that it. too. Okay. Yeah. And that would leave a caramelized, <laughs> gooey center still on the uh, on the skewer. There's the other word I was looking for earlier. Earlier, so then you would roast that until it was golden brown, and it, and it was just awesome. And you would eat that. Okay, that mm-hmm. it was like a two phase thing. I'd I'd done this quite a bit, but as I mentioned earlier, I was new. I was new to this whole thing. I'd never done anything like this before. I didn't know that you had to be careful. I mean, I never thought for a minute that what was about to happen to me would have happened, and it did. So here it goes. I uh, peeled the skin off, freshly burned, ate it, put uh, uh-huh. put it back in the fire as I had a hundred million times before, but somehow or another the gooey center caught fire and I panicked. <laughs> I have convinced myself over the years that I jerked it out of the fire. I've I've convinced myself that I, I must have hung it. I got it caught on a stick and the stick caused pressure, which caused me to pull. But f- I, I'll just tell you the way I remembered. I remember pulling it out of the fire normally, just like I would, because it wasn't a huge deal that it caught on fire. And I began to pull it to my face. All I remember is that suddenly that glowing flaming ball of of marshmallow flew off the skewer and headed right toward my face the only thing it's like napalm yeah the only thing (laughs) i had time to do was turn my head slightly to the left and that thing splattered against the side of my face now for years later i've been telling people you know i got burned by a marshmallow and they laugh but and it is hilarious it's funny idea (laughs) but can you imagine a flaming sticky ball of fire coming to you, hitting you in the face, and you can't even get it off because it's stuck. Fire that oh, sticks oh. to you. It was it's the most, Yeah, it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. The, uh, you know, they, they tell you in, in elementary school to stop, drop, and roll. They tell you in middle school to stop, drop, and roll. Unfortunately for me, I was homeschooled in this period, and I didn't get to go to that, <laughs> that little class. I didn't do it, and I don't know if I would have done it if I did, because that was only applying to your body. What are you going to do, roll around? Your cheeks don't hit the ground. (laughs) Stop, drop, and roll your face. Yeah, yeah. So I ran. I ran so far away. I just ran. I ran both night and day. (laughs) Got a nice 80s song rolling through my head. Dude, I ran so fast that my shoes flew off. The flame just kind of went out behind me. It started licking on my ears. It started singeing my hair and, and it's burning into my cheek. I ran and ran and ran. I ran straight for this, uh, this, uh, the only source of water that I knew. <laughs> and that was inside one of the camper trailers. And I ran up the steps. I throw open the door and I can't imagine what my stepdad must have seen when I opened <laughs> yeah. the door. Cause he's at the sink and he's washing his hands or something. But could you imagine how horrible, now that I have kids, you, you, <laughs> your oh, kid opens the door and his face is on fire. And melting. He's, he's, he's got the potential of becoming Two-Faced here. Half his face <laughs> is fully aflame. Um, so he just quickly grabs my head and dunks it under the spigot and shh, finally, good lord, the fire's out. My ear's burnt. Uh, I have this giant melted nasty mess on my face they take me to the hospital and i have a doctor 
that doesn't quite speak English. Now, before all you white people that get all defensive about when I talk about people of other cultures and all this kind of stuff, because it's funny, the people I talk about, never mind. They, they, they're fine. They're cool. They're like, oh, man, that was awesome. Uh, but so I'll just, I'm just telling you the story, okay? I don't, I don't exaggerate. I maybe elaborate a little bit, but this is what happened. I believe, I, thinking back, I, I never would have thought, I think he was an Indian fella, Okay. And um, okay, very good. all I know is that this little dude um, cleaned off my face. And this was St. Mary's Hospital, John. So small really? town hospital. Yeah. Like 10 so, beds. I'm talking about the old one that was on the way toward downtown. Yeah. That they, totally that they that turned into. Down. Oh, really? They turned it to a nursing home. It was a one floor hospital, if that gives you anything. Any yeah, idea? Yeah, half of it. Half of it, they turned into a nursing home. And then the other half, they, they plowed it, dude. Wow. Wow. Well, anyway, yeah, it was small. It's like it's like like twenty four beds, I think. <laughs> it was a little tiny hospital, okay. And so I'm in there, and and they basically wiped off the gunk, which hurt really bad, and it was just really raw and red. And then they slapped a bandage on it, and oh, oh wait, no, he did put some goop on it, some goop. I don't know what it was, but it was goop. It's going to make your face feel much better. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, so he stuck the bandage on it, and and said, change the dressing tomorrow. Blah, blah, blah. So I go home. Long story short, next day I wake up and they go to change the dressing. And 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 apparently he smeared it on perfectly except for one spot. And the bandage had healed to my face. <sighs> uh, oh, and, you had to say that. Uh, it had become a part of me. And so um, they put my face under the water and they, they ran water on it and tried to pull the bandage off carefully, but it didn't work. And they pulled off a chunk of skin. Oh, I, basically, I already had I already had third degree burns on my face. Okay, this big round circle area, um, and and so this little chunk of of flesh came out on top of that. <laughs> my tongue my tongue could poke through the hole. Okay, uh-uh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. no. Lying show, but, lying show. But uh, yeah, it hurt so just, bad, and that is really the only part that's scarred. Is this little dot right on my right cheek, not on, my, on the one on my face, and uh, and it's uh, it's been with me forever. And so, can, can you uh, can you show it? Can the people I don't on the camera? Know. See? I don't know. I'll show you after the show because I don't want to bore the people who are listening live or uh, after the fact. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, if you were watching the live show, you'd you see me see putting this. up to the camera. Cal- it's the not camera. grotesque. I mean, I'll, I'll maybe try to put a picture online so people can know and they don't have to taint this uh, their, their visual image of who I must be and what I must look like with this horrible gaping hole. But it was terrible. I mean, I, I went around and kids, I, I used to love talking to children and stuff. I was always this guy that just liked to entertain people. And they would run away and yeah. hide because I had this just, I had this thing growing on my face. It was this giant scar. So, yeah. or a giant scab, actually. And so, yeah, yeah, I was the flaming boy, but I just have that image of what my stepdad <laughs> must have seen. Oh, well, I remember I ran so fast that I missed the the door because there were steps going up to the door. I missed it, and I grabbed a pine tree with my right hand, and I just kept running, but I swung around the tree by default because I had my hand around it, and it scraped the mess out of my inner forearm and my hand, but I... <laughs> I was running so hard because uh, I was on fire. I mean, I only had so much fuel to give it before it started burning, you know, into my brain. So, 
in your bones. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I got lots of burn stories, but that one that one's the best. I mean, there was the time I kneeled down to flip something over in that same fire, and I embedded a hot coal in under my kneecap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yep. was fun. Gotta feel good. Yeah. And then when I was a baby, my mom uh, said I was playing with the oven and I was screaming and hollering and she couldn't figure out why. So she put me to bed. And when she w- I was like nine months old, when I woke up, I had this giant black burn on my hand. And I st- I'm 35. I still have the scar on my hand from it. So it must have what? been a heck of burn. Yeah. Dude, nah, you're Dude. lying, right? No, I'm not. I promise. I promise. So, this is not the lion show anymore? Not you're that not- part. Not that part. Not that part. <laughs> So there you go. Yeah, fire is not my friend. I don't play with. That's why I can't trust myself with uh, fireworks and stuff. I haven't. I have a desire to somehow punish the fire, and uh, and use other in fire to punish other people. I'm letting too much out, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> people are gonna yeah, show I, up. At I my gotta door. go to bed now, so I'll talk to you later. <laughs> fire is my friend. <laughs> Uh, shout out to people in the chat room real quick before we move on. Uh, you can join us every Tuesday night at 930 in our chat room. You can go to NLCast.com and under uh, community, I think. You can say <laughs> watch us live. if you're on the East Coast. Yeah, and uh, some other time if you're in Canada's, Canada's pants. But uh, let me read off some names here. Salotheus, CW, Concert, Pianist, DS Potts, Adriana, Ingrolith, Ingchigigi. <laughs> Kids uh, turn. Be names anymore. Dude. Kim Flodiodio, Nicola Bababa, Nerd of the Night, Norwegian Girl Peeler. Hey, Peeler. Faludens, Ratface, Boo. Rudiment, Set the Truth <laughs> Free, and Sketcher. There's a bunch of other people. But you can join those awesome folks anytime you want to, especially if it's on Tuesday night at uh, 9 30 Central. So, uh, <laughs> let's, Tuba Girl. Let's do, let's do some of this real quick. E-N-V mail. Thank you for calling. E-N-V mails. Uh, dear James, Trevor, and John, I work at Target. In the employees' lounge, there was a pile of Oreos one day. I had just taken my lunch break, and I didn't have dessert, so I popped three mm-hmm. or four Oreos and downed them. Later, I was getting ready to go and decided to pop another one. My coworker shook his head and pointed to a sign just below the plate. It read, See how high you can stack the Oreos. It was. The, I was then told by my boss that all day employees had been seeing how high they could stack the Oreos. He also mentioned that they had already fallen on the floor, as evidenced by the many black crumbs on the dirty floor. I quickly spat out the Oreo that was still in my mouth, and I fake laughed as my coworker and boss had a real laugh at my expense. Hope you enjoyed it. Love the show, Spencer from Utah. <laughs> that's awesome I was stacking them in my tummy I was stacking the Oreos well, I got at least four yeah it's just funny because people would come back and like I'm going to try that again and then they're like it's not as challenging as it was last time I couldn't stack them all last time now I can stack them all hey James Trevor and John I have a funny crazy rodent story for you so last <laughs> week at work I was wrapping up a long day of hot sweaty work in the warehouse and I was planning to go to my church after work to hang out with some friends. <laughs> so when when I went over to our little one-man bathroom and changed them out of work clothes into something more casual. But when I was done getting ready, I pulled out my bottle of hair gel from my backpack. And I noticed warm gel oozing down the sides of the bottle. I hate that. I hate that when that happens. Um, like when you go on a trip in, in an airport and something explodes all in your dumb bag. Ah, uh, yep. I realized something Ooh, must have geez. happened to the gel when I left it in the trunk of my car. 
at a temperature of 100 plus degrees. I still wanted that hair gel though. So darn girly men and your hair gels. Um, so I tried the pump at the top of the bottle. Nothing happened. So I squeezed the bottle as hard as I possibly could. This resulted in the bottom of the bottle bursting open. Piping hot hair gel splattered all over the wall, ceiling, floor, and myself, which needs to say took a very hard time, uh, a long time to clean up. Thinking of this story also led me to believe that you guys should probably absolutely do a crazy things that happen to you with hot hair gel and a personal office bathroom theme episode because everyone has one of those stories. <laughs> Kick of mercy. <laughs> yeah, but was that... I can think of 10 right off the top of my <laughs> yeah, head. Yeah, me too. Was that hair gel on fire, though? I don't think so. That would have been a great story. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, it was napalm, dude. It just hadn't been gosh, lit yet, man. Dude. I still... I have not had a, a marshmallow, uh, a roasted marshmallow since that day. Never. No. Can't do it. And when other people are, are like, I've been around people doing it, I can't even do that because I see kids just making stupid random, you know, they'll light it on fire and think it's a great idea. And, and I'm like the old man, son, I used to be you. And I paid the price. You know, I bear the scars to this day. So anyway. Back in my day, we didn't, <laughs> we respected the flaming marshmallows. <laughs> we used to use a candle to light our marshmallows on fire. I don't know. If I if I ever make it to Kansas City, I'm going to sit in James's basement and throw marshmallows at him and watch him Stop scream. Stop it! You guys are so mean. <laughs> Laura, hey, James, I'm a big marshmallow. I'm coming for you, man. <laughs> hey guys, I was listening to some back episodes, and I don't remember which one it was, but there was one where you guys were talking about Canada having some of their milk carried in bags. When James, oh, yeah. yeah, when James made fun of Trevor and asked him if they gave mini bags to their middle schoolers, I cracked up because even though Trevor said no, our schools used to give mini milk bags out to us in Arizona. I think it was a test or something because we only had them for about two years, and it was weird. They'd wiggle around as you tried to poke your straw into them, and then would spray milk as you set your straw in. So Canada may not have uh, give their middle schoolers mini bags, but somewhere deep down in Canada's pants, maybe even Canada's cankles they sure do <laughs> laurel you know i was thinking about that and i may have mentioned this on a previous show but having fluids in bags is not that odd especially if you think about capri sun capri totally. sun is a fruit juice in a bag that's right yeah and it's a pain and they use it in space like that too you'd think after all these years they would have improved the design of those things i we had them for a snack for one of our preschool classes the other day and i was trying to help these kids poke the straw through the little hole and i'm like holy crap they have not improved this at all it's it's still yeah. just as difficult you have just as much of a of a chance of poking and slurping your own blood as you do getting it into that dumb bag and then not piercing it all the way through not it's just like come on come on it it's t it's been 20 years figure it out capri sun uh kim says i woke up just before midnight to the sound of male voices this is not odd because i date around a lot I i'm kidding kim kim's in the chat room i'm sorry i'm sorry kim i love you girl but she she was on the show a long time ago and she made fun of me and and so anyway i woke up in the middle of the night to the sound of male voices i jumped out of my bed tripped over the fan fell flat on my face after a moment or two to orient myself and figure out what was happening, I realized that I recognized the voices and they were close. It was crazy because, James, you were there. No, I wasn't, you liar. <laughs> what, James? Trevor, you, you were there. She dates and, around a lot. And, John, you were there, too. Oh, 
there were this. there were geeks on my speakers talking about <laughs> gaming stuff. Indeed, I had very big reason to be frightened. <laughs> I I pulled myself up off the floor, hit the button to kill the computer speakers, and realized I could safely return to a sound sleep as I had slept through a live recording of nobody's listening. I have to catch it on the download. Thank you for the scare and also for the entertainment, Kim. So <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> It's but, the line uh, show, remember? So I can say anything. Uh, let's do <laughs> let's do a couple more. We got a little bit of time. Hey guys, I have been listening to since around episode one hundred three. Your uh, and I couldn't stop laughing. I spent the whole afternoon downloading all your episodes on iTunes, and I'm on episode twenty right now with only eighty three to go, and then I'm caught up or eighty four after your next podcast. I love your podcast. It's the funniest thing I've ever heard. You guys rock. Hope for many more, Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. We like those Thanks. kind of emails too. Um, here's a great one. This is uh, this is long, but it's worth it. Hey, Enocast, one of your podcast people here, and I write today. For now, I have a story of my own. Today, I was attending a class at college, and mind you, this is a small class, and there's quite a lot of trust between the students. I was distracted, and I began to sketch a girl in my class who I guess I have a soft spot for. A classmate oh. was sitting next to me and saw the picture, and it must be said that I hate showing my unfinished sketches around. He asked me who I was, or who I was drawing, and to, to which I, pri- uh, I replied, I'm just drawing a girl. I hoped that it would stop him from asking more questions, but he decided to lean over and have a look. So, however, it's another pet peeve of mine, uh, so I decided to get everything over with and just let him see the drawing he was interested in. I handed it to him, and he quickly realized who I was sketching. At this point, people who were around him began to get interested and inquiring. Soon, class had been interrupted with people inspecting my sketch and making remarks. Mind you, I study a career in the liberal arts, so this sort of activity in class is not generally frowned upon. Um, soon, these college students began middle, uh, being middle schoolers at heart. They began doing embarrassing comments involving me and this girl the girl uh began to blush and shy away i personally decided to just make the best of the situation so i smiled and went along with it after a few more hours of class yes i have a five-hour class it was pretty yeah and it must be one of those intensives uh it was over i was pretty much over the whole incident and i kept working on the sketch fixing minor details at the end of the class the girl came over to me where i was sitting and asked if she could see the sketch herself and i agreed she looked quite pleased about it and asked if uh, she could have it. I told her I'd think about it. I grabbed my sketchbook, hastily signed the sketch, ripped it out, and handed it back to her. After this, we talked for a while, and I got her phone number. And we agreed on meeting up to do a uh, to go to an art gallery next week. I guess I've sort of, sort of gotten over my fear about showing my sketches around, and I plan on doing some more to get a lot more dates, I suppose. Um, <laughs> it was funny, <laughs> I guess. Uh, Casanova. I, yeah, I wanted to share. First time writing in, I wanted to say I love NL Cast. Listen to religiously, including all of the back episodes. Re- regards to Trevor, master of the rat face. P.S. Of the rat face? Yeah, you're the master of the rat face. Uh, P.S. P.S. He says, I'm a pagan who really in- enjoys the podcast, and I don't mind your religion or its influence in the show. I actually like it. And then P.S.S. Can I direct a brokia to an ex-phobia? And then is, he signs it Geesh. So, yes, the gospel of Kinnison, helping people out. I don't know how we were involved, but I'm going to claim that we uh, that we helped a pagan out. Let me just say something real quick about pagans. I know people have preconceptions about Christians. Let me tell you my preconception about the word peg, pagan. I imagine that you wear a brown robe and you mm-hmm. carry a stick 
and you you have stars that you draw and stuff, and you just go around paganizing stuff. So that's hilarious. And a goat's head. Yes. You carry around a goat's head, too. <laughs> I don't know if I give them that. I think, I think they just, you know, I, I just imagine them saying hi to trees as they walk by and all that. But apparently they draw pictures, too. So, um the other well, that's a now, cool story, nonetheless. Yeah, when I was story. younger, though, pagans I thought were just at the at the North Pole. They just waddled <laughs> around. They dove for fish. Uh, then I realized they, fly. they wanted to fly, but they couldn't. Yeah, they looked like they were wearing little tuxedos, you know. So I got nothing against you, pagans. Okay, you're the cutest thing I've seen. Your movies, it's awesome. You march. <laughs> I've seen the one where y'all surf. March of the Pagans, yeah. Happy I've, feet. Yeah, I've seen the one where you're dancing, and I've seen the one where you was cold the whole time, okay? So, <laughs> uh, I think y'all get a hard rap having to take care of that woman's egg, okay? I just do. So, Pagans, hats off to you. Uh, let's do one more, then we gotta go. Hey, my name is Salmonilla. I've been listening... No, it's not. <laughs> it's... it's. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's Simona, okay? I've been listening to Nobody's Listening since I got my iPod. It's a great show. Keep up the great work. I hate you now that you said my name wrong. Here is a funny story I'd like to share. (laughs) It's my little sister, Esther, who is six, and she had recently uh, finished doing a unit on her body in school. I had to reread that one several times when I originally read it. A unit is apparently a study, and, and they were talking about the human body. She had pulled out a diagram okay. and she read off the organs until she and she was doing great until she got to bladder she was convinced that you say it blabber and uh and then my dad came home after feeding the dog saying that he did not eat his food my mom thought he was constipated uh but then my sister said is his blabber blocked up i burst out <laughs> laughing hope you like my story keep up the awesome work Somalia. so next time you you hear somebody blabbering you'll know what they're really doing Yep. <laughs> They're peeing in their pants. No, on a pile of clothes in the corner <laughs> yes, of the changing room. Hey, we yeah. got voicemails. Gosh, I forgot. Hold on. Let me see what. Oh, the important okay, one yeah. is uh, Carrillo. So let's play that one. Yes. Hey, what's up? This is Carrillo. Uh, this is a message for John. Uh, I, I appreciate the uh, friendly greeting uh, for for James and uh, Trevor. Allow me to translate what he said. Cool. Uh he kind of min- mispronunciated the first one. It was Anyang Hateo, but uh, oh. that's just, you know, like, like a formal way of saying hello. And uh, the second thing he said, uh, it was kind of peculiar. He said, uh, Piga Omnida. Now, that means uh, the rain is coming. So, And it was kind of <laughs> odd when he said it, because right when he said it, it, uh, it happened to rain here where I live. And, uh, so apparently John is some sort of prophet. Yay! And uh, so if John... Uh, if you can tell me when Jesus is coming back, that'd be uh, that'd be swell. Yeah. So uh, we'll see you later. I hope to get that answer by next show. All right, peace, you guys. <laughs> okay, love the show. Thanks. Yeah. Unfortunately, John only prophesies in Korean. So that's yeah. right, man. <laughs> Why did you say the rain is coming? Because <laughs> I know three things, and I had a roommate in college who was Korean. Okay. And so I I got I got into the Korean crowd because there's there's like. Ten, five to ten of them at, at Southeastern. Yeah, and so I was, I was on the in crowd, dude. So we would sit together and and stuff. And um, you know, I was like the token white guy or something. I don't know, but it was <laughs> awesome. And they taught me a few things. And the three things that I remember are uh, piga omnida, piga on omnida, which the rain is not coming, and uh, <laughs> and, 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 and mm. so and, and then um, 
Oh wait, I think I know how to say youth pastors. Wow. Like, uh, Chundasai or something like that. Wow. But it was awesome, man. I, I learned a little culture. I learned a little bit about the Korean culture. And it was cool. Okay. Well, I had I was friends with a Japanese exchange student, and he told this was back in the NES days. Okay, and he was talking about. He says we have these on CD. We have these on discs. And I, no and he, way. He was talking about the Sega Saturn CD. Yeah, dude. Yes. We weren't gonna get those for another few years. It was insane. We have these on discs, and I'm like. What? This you're crazy. crazy. It's crazy. You thought he was a prophet, didn't you? Yeah. And he taught me how to say he taught me how to hit on women in Japanese. So without any further ado, <laughs> I'd like to tell you how to say something in Japanese. It, I used to do kamikahoshi, baby. So that's it. It means I love I, you. I want you, baby. <laughs> oh, <man>. oh gosh, <laughs> It's awesome because I was like, I want. He he. I said, "How do you say I love you? I want you." And he says, "I used to do kamikahoshi." And then, um, and then I was like, "How do you? Say, I want. What if I want to add baby to the end of it?" And that's when he's like, "I used to do kamikahoshi, baby." <laughs> so there was no translation for that. So anyway, there you go. If there's any Japanese ladies that get hit on this week by middle school kids, we'll know. We'll know it's our fault. So I'm sorry. Uh, let's do another one here. Hold on. Oh, goodness. Oh, yeah. And James? Okay, let's start over. Hey, John and Trevor. Hey. Oh, yeah. And James? Boo. I have a story, believe it or not. One time at my school during lunch, one of the taller kids in my class stands up and is touching the ceiling in the lunchroom. It's a low ceiling. But he turns to the shortest kid in my class and asks him, Hey, Gary, can you touch the ceiling? Everybody starts laughing because they think that he is insulting Gary. Because he's so short. Yeah, we got that. <laughs> he's like a four, <laughs> six foot guy. And I turn to Gary and say, I don't know, Gary, can you touch the ceiling? And just like this ninja-like jump springs up in the air like three feet and flattens his whole forearm against the ceiling. Everybody just drop jaws looking at him, putting Yay. this tall kid just completely to shame. It was one of the funniest moments of my school year. I just thought I'd share it with you guys. Thanks. That makes me awesome. proud. Stand Short people for the win. Yes. Yes, I absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I, I, you need to write a song about that, James. I do. I have a lot of songwriting to do. Gary can touch the ceiling. He can fly. <laughs> How's that? That's, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> it's the line show. show. <laughs> yeah, let's see what this guy's got to say. Okay, guys, check this out. This is the greatest thing ever. I'm on a road trip, and I just drove through Old Town, Georgia. And I, have, I didn't even think it was possible, but David was right. All the chicks here are cattle. It's crazy. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, the only problem with that, dude, is there is an Old Town, Georgia, but w we were talking about Old Town, Florida. So, broke you. Uh, I, I, I sound like, I, I felt like it was in this secret conversation. It's like, hey, dude, you know what? It's the craziest thing just ever happened to you, man. It's insane. But I'm only telling you, man. Lean in close. <laughs> I, I actually leaned towards my microphone just to, you know, so I could be part of the conversation, man. It was good. It was good. 
All right, well, we got a lot of voicemails to throw in at the end and a mashup and all kinds of good stuff, so we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening this week. Thanks for joining us, writing in and emailing in. Uh, thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to Rob Gobers for the theme music. Thanks to our spouses for letting us record, our contributors, and everybody who listens. Thank you, Trevor. Thank you. Thank you, John. Thanks. Aww. And remember, next time you're telling a funny life story, tell it like nobody's listening. Like nobody's listening. Uh, like nobody's listening. You guys aren't even trying anymore. <laughs> Skype delay is getting more and more obvious every week. Nobody's listening. Oh, wait. Can you, can you edit that back in? <laughs> you ready to freaking die, doo-doo head? Doo-doo head. Doo-doo head. You live there. Hey, stop that, The NLCast fun doesn't have to end. Join us online at NLCast.com for features, forums, webcomics, and all the social networking connections you can handle. Share your stories and comments via email. Nobody's listening to us at gmail.com or call them in at 816-298-0823. Pastor boy. boy. I work hard for my money. <laughs> and everything's paid for with Kizzy. Kiz Ash, as I like to call it. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, there's a great show out there called... Uh, <laughs> Nobody's listening, hopefully. Hopefully. Being <laughs> evil holds you back here. a year. I have something special. And I got a loaf of bread. I got you know peanut butter jelly. I got a sack of baked uh, Cheetos. You've chosen poorly, sir. I never took deal. the stickers off. <laughs> I gotta be worried about my own show. It's terrible. Oh. Your mom slurps my macaroni. I was Trevor, gonna, uh, I, I had a uh, and I'm done. Feel better now? <laughs> anyway, uh, th- my real right. weekly update. I don't approve of your weekly update. <laughs> <laughs> Every flipping show. John, tell, you? tell Johnny all about it. The logic is one end of this teapot and you shove it up one of your no- your nostrils. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> glucose and stuff coming out, like corn syrup. <laughs> and flows out your other nostril. Yes. It's, I got some good flow out of mine, trust me. But like that is the weirdest. Th- I mean, I have, there's nothing like it was fine. Like the only thing, it is my booger wash. That's like waterboarding yourself or no, it's 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 a health nut thing. Watch this! A sham wow in the back of this guy's car. I can't let this happen. Hey, son, you've got a popcorn on your tush. I forgot my tooth is gone. L U L Z. Hello, James, John, and Trevor, and everyone else out there in podcasting land. This is John Wilkerson, the OJG, and I have some fire stories for you. I know, it's a week late, but whatever. You're going to talk about fire next week, too. So um, the first one I have is I was camping one time, you know, Boy Scout camp. We had a fire going, and uh, one of the guys, and it was in the winter, and this was in Germany, and there was probably about two or three feet of snow on the ground. So everyone was cold. We got the fire going after getting all our tents and everything set up. And one of my buddies decided to put his feet up towards the fire. Well, he's sitting there with his feet up. He he didn't remember to take his socks off, and he forgot that, you know, nylon is, is one of those things that melts. And uh, we're sitting there for a while, and all of a sudden, he had about three pairs of socks on, and we watched one pair 
after another peel off of the bottom of his foot as he's sitting there. And uh, needless to say, uh, he never put his socked feet up against the fire before. One more story. Uh, when I was when I was probably in middle school, you know how back in the seventies and the eighties, you know, you watched all these uh, TV shows, and the car would run down the hill and run into another car, and there'd be a big explosion. Well, I got this great idea that I would simulate that in my driveway with my matchbox cars. So I uh, put one match. I put uh, actually it was a matchbox. No, yeah, matchbox cars. So uh, one matchbox car I put down there, and uh, and uh, and. Uh, I poured a bunch of gasoline all over it. It must have been like, I don't know, probably a good cup of gasoline on this matchbox car. And I took another one, and uh, I lit it on fire. I did the same thing, poured gasoline on it, lit it on fire, and rolled it down the hill to, this, to, the, uh, to the one car that was sitting down there in the puddle of gas. It got in there. The puddle of gas caught on fire, and that matchbox car was flying up in the air. It was awesome. It was really cool. And now for your next theme show, you need to do something about electricity and shocking stories that's all peace out great podcast guys bye did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy take back your privacy with ip vanish vpn just one tap and all your data passwords communications browsing history and more will be instantly protected IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IP Vanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IP Vanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at ipvanish.com/audio.